you find Neo420 Talks, you know that you are here to get real news plus real information for we the people. criminals rolling around our families with pocket full of shells. A lot of them are those soy boy and girls with those little computers that think that because of their little algorithms that is only censorship and filters. Let's don't get it twisted. This complicated terminology that they use is all language and terms of tyranny. And we ain't allowing it anymore. The Patriot brothers and sisters of these United States, a constitutional republic, are being woke up to all of the psyops and they are ready for war. And I'm going to tell you, I'm ready to bring all the criminal cabal down permanently. We ain't putting them in Gitmo. We're going to deal with them a righteous way. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast, speaking truth against the lies. military-industrial complex that President Eisenhower warned about. 
Many people use that term today, still not understanding what it is. But you've neglected to hear the second part of who he warned us about. The scientific, technocratic elite. And that is the criminal cabal that we are fighting against today as they have continued their psychopathy of psychopath activities to spy on us and in an attempt to control us in a modern day slavery. So I want to make sure that you understand who we're fighting against. So I'm going to play a big chunk of the President Eisenhower's farewell speech here so you can hear him tell you exactly who you are fighting against today. And he told us this back in January on January 17th, 1961. So we've had plenty of times to understand who we're fighting. If we will pay attention, we can recognize who our enemies are here today. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. I know that each of you will be a warrior for the truth. A constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictator. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. All these wars are bankers' wars, sold to the American public through media on false pretenses. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time and as required, make swords as well. But we can no longer risk emergency improvisation of national defense. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. How to do this? Three and a half million men and women are directly engaged in the defense establishment. We annually spend on military security alone more than the net income of all United States corporations. Now, this conjunction of an immense military establishment and a large arms industry is new in the American experience. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We recognize the imperative need for this development, yet we must not fail to comprehend its grave implications. Our toil, resources, and livelihood are all involved. So is the very structure of our society. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist 
We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. We should take nothing for granted. Only an alert and knowledgeable citizenry can compel the proper meshing of the huge industrial and military machinery of defense with our peaceful methods and goals, so that security and liberty may prosper together. Akin to and largely responsible for the sweeping changes in our industrial military posture has been the technological revolution during recent decades. In this revolution, research has become central. It also becomes more formalized, complex, and costly. A steadily increasing share is conducted for, by, or at the direction of the federal government. Today, the solitary inventor, tinkering in his shop, has been overshadowed by task forces of scientists in laboratories and testing fields. In the same fashion, the free university, historically the fountainhead of free ideas and scientific discovery, has experienced a revolution in the conduct of research. Partly because of the huge costs involved, a government contract becomes virtually a substitute for intellectual curiosity. For every old blackboard, there are now hundreds of new electronic computers. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment, project allocations, and the power of money is ever-present and is gravely to be regarded. Yet in holding scientific research and discovery in respect, as we should, we must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific technological elite. It is the task of statesmanship to mold, to balance, and to integrate these and other forces, new and old, within the principles of our democratic system, ever aiming toward the supreme goals of our free society. There you heard it, brothers and sisters. President Eisenhower, back in the early 60s, talked about that in his farewell address. During the time between then and now, the global criminal cabal that is the technical technological elite has continued to conspire together, forming Stanford University, forming MIT, forming NASA out of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. There's a lot that they have been doing and orchestrating since then, but they do it in the mask of deception because they make you think that they're doing it for all of us to help us all connect and all of this, when in reality, they are trying to put a prison around you in a digital way. Why do you think the Chinese Communist Party is talking about a social credit score? Why do you think the World Economic Forum's Yuval Harari is talking about and calling us hackable animals? It's because they are superiority complex narcissists. Yuval Harari is a homosexual. But see, he's got no shame in that and telling that he wants to destroy everybody because that's how those psychopaths think brothers and sister patriots it's time to lock and load and it's time to bring justice upon the world with the name of jesus leading the way 
as we are our brother's keeper. And it's time for us to put an end to the global criminal cabal once and for all and to set ourselves free, free indeed. Hallelujah. Go back in our archives of truth as we've been preaching it since day one. Neo420.com, Neo420.com is where you'll find this and so much more. Go there now. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast speaking truth against the lies. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for your goodness and your kindness and your mercy toward us. We recognize that we are in the midst of a pitch battle. But this battle is essentially not ours. The world is not at war with us, it's at war with you. And it is only because we're yours that they war against us. Grant by your grace that we might be faithful. Grant by your grace that we might be bold and courageous. Grant by your grace that we might be a glorious, beautiful, winsome picture even in the midst of our great opposition. For we pray these things and ask these things in Christ's name and for his sake. Amen.